it's time to drag your lawn chairs back into the house. You heard me. Starting today, the Department of Streets and Sanitation will start throwing away all those dibs used to reserve parking spots after it snows. So the folding chairs, the trash cans, the planks of wood supported on two Home Depot buckets. And we want to hear what you think about Chicago's most controversial winter tradition. Do you participate in dibs? Are you against it? And what crazy items have you seen holding a spot on your block? Give us a call now at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, that's 866-915-WBEZ. And joining us is Alderman Ray Lopez of the 15th Ward, which includes the Brighton Park, Gage Park, and Back of the Yards neighborhoods. Alderman, thanks for coming on the show. Good morning, Sasha. How has dibs affected folks in your area? You know, Chicago has a long tradition of dibs after a snowfall. It's as part of, much as part of Chicago is square cut pizza slices. Um, but I think after recent snowfalls, dibs has gotten out of control. Uh, I had more complaints this season regarding dibs in all of my communities, uh, especially West Englewood, which generally has never dealt with dibs before. Um, because people were claiming spots even when there was no snow on the ground. They were claiming spots for six, seven cars at a time, mm. and it was just becoming an unbearable situation in the communities that forced me to take action almost a month earlier than what the city normally does to clear dibs from the city streets. So have you had a lot of residents then reach out to you? Um, two weeks ago, uh, after the first snowfall, we had over 35 residents call my office from Friday to Monday asking for help. Uh, since most of the news stories broke, that number has doubled again following the recent snowfall of last week. And my office, aside from dealing with the calls from my residents, right. has been inundated with hundreds of calls from throughout Chicago asking for help in all of the 50 wards that make up this great city. So clearly it's touched a nerve. Clearly people are tired of the lack of common sense being used for dibs and the lack of courtesy once the snow recedes that you don't need to maintain your privileged spot any longer. Yeah, what is the courtesy here? How should dibs be handled? Yeah. Uh, You know, I've always assumed that two things are related to dibs. One, if you dig out in front of your house and you put it out there immediately following a blizzard, you know, I can understand that. Two, once the snow goes, so should the dibs. And what we've seen is a continuation of the tradition, even beyond snowfall. Um, so much so that in some neighborhoods, I see dibs being put out in June and July when it's not wow. even an ounce of snow out there. Um, so I think we ha- have to have a, a greater conversation about common courtesy and being neighborly. I understand the uh, the desire if you spent two hours shoveling out your, your parking spot uh, that you want to try and maintain it when you come home. I get that. But I think if we are truly to get past dibs, We need to focus on measures and policies uh, that we can implement to do curb-to-curb plowing like they do in some suburbs Mm -hmm. immediately after a snowfall, treating it like we would perhaps street sweeping where we can post or we can text residents and say everyone on the north side of a block must move their car to the south side so that we could clear from this time to this time and do the converse for the south side of the block. And a reminder, we want to hear from you. We want you to join this conversation, too. The Department of Streets and Sanitation is removing dibs starting today. So tell us, how will this affect your neighborhood? Are you anti or pro-dibs? 
Share your thoughts at 866-915-WBEZ. Again, our number is 866-915-WBEZ. So, Alderman, you started removing people's dibs. What was the response to that? We started removing dibs before the last snowfall, and my residents were overwhelmingly appreciative of that fact. They were very tired of seeing one household trying to commandeer 20% of a block's parking with the buckets, the baby strollers, and all the other bizarre items that we see. We've always tried to work with our residents to do the curb-to-curb, and we've always said when there are issues of -of out-of-control dibs, we will come down and we will push the snow so that you don't need them anymore. Oddly enough, people sometimes seem to want the dibs more than they want a fully clean street. (laughs) Well, you know, there there is something to be said, Alderman, about the work that it takes for someone to actually dig through heaps of snow and and clear a space for their vehicle. Have you taken that into consideration? You know, I I fully appreciate that, um, which is why we don't immediately come running for dibs after a snowfall. We try to give it a couple days in the hopes of being able to work with the block to try and clear the snow correctly and more fully um, because I don't want to be that jerk that says, well, just because you dug it out and I'm going to take your spot and going to make it a free-for-all. But again, as the snow recedes or is completely gone, so should the dibs be gone too. And oftentimes what we see in, on some of these blocks as well is a refusal to use their garages for cars as well. And I think if we were to focus more on putting cars back in the garage, that would also help us alleviate some of the pressures for parking. Well, before we let you go, Alderman, could you see the city council doing anything about dibs? I don't want us to have to legislate um, a solution. Um, and I definitely don't want to put us in a, 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 down a path where we become punitive over dibs. There are laws on the books that we can use, but it makes it, rather difficult in our, uh, to enforce because you have to f- inf- write the ticket to the address, not to the person doing the digging and dibbing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not fair if someone puts dibs in front of my house or yours for you to get the ticket when you weren't the one doing it. But I definitely think that as a policy standpoint, uh, Streets and Sanitation and Department of Transportation need to sit down and find a more productive way of clearing neighborhood streets curb to curb. If the suburbs can do it, I know Chicago can too. That's Alderman Ray Lopez from the 15th Ward. Alderman, great to talk with you. We'll turn now to Madison Saavedra. She's a reporter at Block Club Chicago and covers Pilsen, Little Village, and Back of the Yards. She also covered Alderman Lopez's push to remove dibs from his ward last week. Hi, Madison. Welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Doing well, Madison. I just want to clarify, are dibs legal? So, no, they're not legal. It it goes against city law of having, you know, stuff in the public way, you know, in the street. Um, But like the alderman just mentioned, it's a pretty difficult thing to ticket. You know, there's no car to ticket, and Chicagoans aren't necessarily parking in front of their homes. So it's hard to ticket a home that has uh, divs out in front of it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, let's hear from some people who are calling in. We've got lots of folks dying to jump on. Let's start with Molly in West Ridge. Hi, Molly. Welcome to Reset. Thanks for waiting. Hi, Sasha. What do you think, Molly? Are you anti, pro? Where do you stand? Well, I, was not, I was not born in Chicago, but I've lived here most of my adult life. I am very pro-dibs. 
our block bought a group snowblower. We have two or three people who will snowblow the whole block, the parking spots, the alleys, and the walkways to the neighbors' houses. Many people take a day off of work. My husband's done it many times. And you know what? If someone wants to come over and help us and shovel out a spot, they can put their dibs there. Yeah, I, I understand the hard work that goes into it, Molly. Uh, and and I, I think Alderman Lopez, I'm really not sure if he lives in Chicago, because we can't get our streets cleaned. We can't get litter off of our main thoroughfare, which is Northwestern, full of litter, full of litter 24-7 for years. So we, we can't get those businesses to clean the litter. Mm-hmm. It makes the sidewalks difficult to walk on. We don't hardly even get mail service. We get it about every five days, and it comes at 10 at night. And we definitely don't get our alleys plowed, and we don't get our streets plowed. So you're doing it yourself, is what you're saying. We're doing it it ourselves. Yeah. And you know what? Dibs is fine, and I don't think it's anti-neighborly, because anybody can come over and dig out a spot. Okay, well, you made your point. Well, thank you, Molly. Appreciate your calling. Uh, Let's hear now from Chris in Bridgeport. Hi, Chris. Hi, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Where do you stand on this dibs issue? So, yeah, I, I, I uh, salute Alderman Lopez and the other aldermen who have been, uh, you know, trying to apply this uh, anti, anti-dibs, at least, like he said, at least after the, the, the days of the, of the heavy snow that stuck on the ground. You know, I live in Bridgeport, and I, I've driven through my grandma's block just yesterday. I just drove by. I was trying to find some parking, and I swear the whole block, if not 95% of the block, had buckets behind a bucket behind bucket. And honestly, when I go to different places to visit, same thing. Uh, many people are, are placing dibs mm-hmm. after the snow is, has even begun to melt. So now what I started to do, to be honest, I take a lap. If I see there's a lot of dibs, I, take, I go back to the beginning of the block, go around one more, one more lap, and I just start removing chairs. Because, oh. you know, we got to park. We got to park, you know? So you've been taking matters into your own hands, Chris. Yeah, you sound like a lot of folks in Chicago. Madison, take us back. Can you give us a little history lesson? Because we've covered dibs on the show before, but to me, this was new. I, I just, I've been here a year, and when I got here last winter, I was shocked. <laughs> I hadn't uh, seen anything like it. It's definitely not new. You know, I this is only my third winter, uh, you know, having a car in the city, but I, it goes beyond even that. I remember reading, um, you know, I don't remember where this article was, but it mentioned that the Chicago Tribune actually had a story on a Dibs phenomena back in, like, the 1960s. And I don't think they necessarily, like, called it Dibs, okay. but, but the sentiment was the same. And I think the, the fervor from residents, both for and against, was just as strong then as it is now. We uh, just heard from Alderman Lopez, as you know, and he said that there's mm-hmm. way more Dibs this year than years past. Is that true across neighborhoods that you cover? You know, it's it's hard to quantify. You know, I, I've i definitely heard that there's some uh, speculation that the removal is just happening a lot, a lot earlier in the year than previously. You know, I, I don't know if anybody has like a running count of how many, how many complaints there are. Um, but, you know, I think it kind of has to do with like when, when snow falls in the year. Yeah. So we might just be seeing a bigger snowfall earlier in February. Whereas like last year, Lock Club ran a similar story about when dibs were going to be removed. 
but it was it was much later in the month of February. I know we've already heard from callers like Molly, but you know, you've been covering this and you've been talking with residents, some who are mm-hmm. just fed up with dibs, uh, but others, how do they defend dibs, Madison? Well, it's it's definitely what we're hearing, you know, like from callers from uh, like Molly, that it's it's the effort argument, you know. They, if they put the effort into it, spending that hour to clear the spot, um, especially if it's a block that's experiencing maybe delays in snow plowing or, you know, cars aren't able to be moved to plow the snow, um, you know, across, then people feel like they've earned it. And, you know, with parking being such a, a coveted thing in, in certain wards already, I imagine the snow just kind of exacerbates that. Yeah. Well, let's jump back to the phones, Madison. Here's Katie from Albany Park. Hey, Katie. Welcome to Reset. Hi. Thanks for having me on the air. So I, I'm going to say I'm anti-dib because I feel like we should all just be working together and helping each other out. And I've gotten some nasty notes left on my car if I've accidentally, you know, parked in somebody's dib spot. But I would say... The city of Chicago has such a huge parking issue in general, and I'd love to see like a park in your garage ordinance because you drive through the alley sometimes and see so many garages that are filled with stuff where it could be better used if somebody actually parked their car in the garage and then there'd be more spots open on the street for everyone. So Mm. So a garage ordinance. Yeah, park in your garage ordinance. (laughs) I like it. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate your call. Here's Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Welcome to Reset. Hi. I wanted to say, as a, I'm a traveling home health uh, worker. I do early intervention with babies. Okay. And I have gotten to blocks where there are, like the other caller said, dibs up and down the block for blocks and blocks. And I can't park within a block or two blocks of a baby's home. And then I've got equipment I have to carry across snowdrifts and such. And sometimes it's made it so I can't even go in to provide service. Because the whole there's no cars there. It's just all dibs. Um, and I'll also say that last year, not this year because I uh, different situation, but last year's blizzard, I personally dug my car out of three different spaces and happily left them for my neighbors to use because that's how I try to share share the labor and share the love. Yeah. Well, well, that's great, and and thank you for sharing your story, Madison. I, I hear this all the time as well. You know what Jesse's talking about the inconvenience of it all, just trying to get somewhere and, and having to carry things and walking, you know, a further distance because you're now parked further. And the the nasty notes that, that Katie mentioned, mm-hmm. that's the part where I think it crosses the line. Yeah, absolutely. When you're leaving, you know, I think people are, when people are leaving threatening notes or, you know, and if it escalates to like, you know, tire slashing, window soldering, I feel like that's, when people are like, that's when I'm like, everyone needs to calm down at this point when it gets to when it gets to that level. Um, Can dibs get in the way of snow plowing, Madison? You know, uh, I think, you know, the Department of Foods and Sanitation, they just just pick it up. They throw it away. Uh, You know, I think you mentioned this earlier. Today is when the city said they were going to start, you know, throwing stuff in the back of the truck and, and taking it most likely to the dump. So, you know, it probably doesn't hinder it too much because they just throw it away. Uh-huh. Um, but it might slow down the process. Yeah. Well, what's the strangest thing you've seen on the street? I know you've seen uh, some things. Yeah. You know, last year, this story has stuck with me. Uh, you know, it was actually written by uh, another Black Club reporter. Um, the man in West Ridge froze a pair of pants 
and managed to stand them up and use that as his dibs. I believe it was like the one or two pairs of frozen pants. Um, and, you know, people had a field day with that on Twitter. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but then this, this year, uh, I think last week I saw a post, uh, somebody on Facebook, put a little statuette of Jesus out on their dibs with kind of like a cheeky caption, like, you know, I dare you. I I think I saw that one. Yeah, I think I saw that one. on. It made it to Instagram, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, get back to the phones here. Uh, We've got Elizabeth next. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to the show. Hi. um, Thank you for having me on. Um, Sure. I guess uh, I'm from the uh, Belmont Cragen area, Portage Park, Belmont Cragen and a highly residential. And I see the problem as twofold. So part of it is people are not using their garages. But other than that, uh, there are, what, from what I've observed, is five, five different cars will park on this residential street. And then the people get out of the car in the morning, get into a single car, and drive on to work wherever they may be going. Mm. So now you have all these additional cars that are not from the neighborhood, which is not neighborly. Hogging the spots. Um, right. And so then the residents, I mean, for example, um, my mom who, and dad, who are in their 90s, have a lot of home health people coming to their house, and these people have nowhere to park. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Very similar to what we heard from uh, the last caller who is, uh, you know, trying to take care of, of babies. Yeah. Wow. That's so unfortunate. Thank you for sharing that uh, viewpoint, Elizabeth. I hadn't thought of that that uh, there. Uh, let's turn to Ray now. Ray's calling from The Loop. Hi, Ray. Welcome to Reset. Oh, sorry. It was Logan School there, but uh, hey there. Hey. Um, two, two really quick things. One, uh, you know, during that big storm last year on, on my block, uh, with a little extra effort, you can shovel spaces enough so that, you know, they're not individual spaces. We've got the flexibility of the whole street again. And then no one needs dibs because, you know, we've got the same amount of parking we always did. Um, But uh, my other main point is that if Streets and Sound is going to start making more effort to do something, I'm a lot more interested in seeing them uh, shovel the sidewalks because that as a pedestrian is super frustrating, uh, you know, to be tripping over stuff. And it's an accessibility issue for people with, you know, mobility limitations. Yeah. Well, you bring up a very valid point, Ray. Thanks for calling. Madison, your thoughts before we wrap here? Uh, You know, I don't think the problem of dibs, you know, the debate will ever really end. I feel like residents, just from the people we've heard today, pretty split down the middle, you know, 50-50 pro or against. Um, but I think what we're hearing from everybody is kind of like, just just be as neighborly as possible. You know, look out maybe for the whole block. I like the one caller who said the block pitched in for a snowblower for everyone to use. Yes. That was a pretty good idea. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, we've been speaking with Madison Saavedra, who's a reporter at Block Club Chicago. Madison, thanks for riding along with us. Of course, Sasha. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.